Welcome back to this week's episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host, Rip Ripley, uh, joined by New Face this week, our athletic director and girls basketball coach, Glenn Rector, in the house with us. Coach, how are we doing today? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Coach, uh, Coach O'Hare had to step out, had some had some oblos this weekend, had some obligation with the wife, had to go and uh, and help her out a little bit. So Coach Rector willing to step in and, and really a great time to do so because this weekend is a pretty exciting event here at Wilson Hall as we have the Baron Classic basketball showcase not really a tournament we'll talk about that in a second but the Baron Classic this weekend here at Wilson Hall and I just want to preview that a little bit and talk a little bit about how that came about and where it came from um and Coach Redder has been here since the beginning of it so I wanted to get him to give us some background on that so coach let's talk about the weekend and first off like I mentioned it's it's not really a true tournament so to speak because you're not the the matchups are all predetermined um, you know, what, what made y'all decide when y'all first creating it to kind of do that where you go ahead and predetermine the matchups each day versus doing like a mini tournament over the weekend type concept? Well, several things. First of all, we were in a brand new facility in about 2010 and we had just completed the $2 million gym, uh, practice gym, but it's fully equipped to have games. And we just, Coach Sally and I both sat down and we said, we have such an incredible facility here. Uh, two really nice gyms that we need to either have a Thanksgiving tournament, preseason tournament, or even a Christmas tournament because it would give teams a chance to come in here, play in uh, two nice gyms, and have a weekend. So we really thought, thought down, sat down and thought about what would be the best? What would be the best thing for Wilson Hall? What would be the best thing for our opponents? And so many times when you get in a tournament format you play the first game win or lose and then you may end up playing somebody in your region the very next day and we really didn't want to play region teams over and over again during the course of the season so we thought the best way to do it would to uh, make it in a tournament concept without a tournament format by pre-arranging your opponents so that you could actually play two teams that you normally don't have a chance to play during the season by prearranging it. And uh, we have teams coming from Charleston, from Augusta, we've had teams from Spartanburg, we've had teams from Hilton Head. And actually those teams can come to Sumter in the center of the state, play two games against some pretty good competition in a tournament format without walking away as a winner or loser of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And, and the concept just absolutely took off and we have several teams that are wanting to get into it. And uh, it, the, the timing is really good because you're bore, before Christmas tournaments. The timing is good before you get to region playoff. And it's just a great basketball uh, weekend for all the teams that come in. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I know that you mentioned um, using our facilities and and not at the time we didn't know it but since then you know Skiza uses our facilities for state playoffs and so there's always a few teams that are interested in coming down I know uh, some of the smaller schools like a Lawrence Academy came for a few years or um, you know Carolina Academy or teams that knew they would be playing here in the playoffs and so they're like hey this is a great chance for us to take our team down here and and play in the gym that we're going to play the state quarterfinals in or something like that and so that was another kind of angle i know that some of the smaller schools brought into it at the same time skiza had recently put in a rule if i'm not mistaken that that you had to play two teams from the other regions and that was to kind of help you know skiza state playoffs you know we get asked that all the time you know how do they make the brackets well 
depends on the sport, obviously. Uh, but typically, there's a committee or done through the skis office. It's not like the high school league. You know, hey, if I'm in region two and I finish in second place, I'm going on this line. Like you kind of know where you go. Skis don't do it quite like that. And so Mike Fanning asked all the ski teams in what was 3A at the time, like, hey, I need y'all to play at least two teams from the other regions. Um, and this was a great opportunity. I know that was a sales pitch for some of the schools because they could come in and play two of those non-region games, as could we, by getting people to come to us. Um, you know, talk about how that kind of factored into some of the scheduling. Well, it was important for us because a, a trip to Charleston is two hours, a trip to Augusta is two hours plus. And here in this situation, you, for example, you got Pinewood Prep coming up from Charles, from Somerville. And they're going to be able to play Heathwood Hall from Columbia. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to turn around and play uh, Augusta Christian, Augusta Christian mm-hmm. which is going to be one of the top teams in the state. Mm-hmm. So Pinewood's coming up and getting their two out-of-region games mm-hmm. that they need to play all in one weekend. And they're also getting a pretty good feel for the other teams that are in the other regions. So for Pinewood Prep, who has come every year, yeah. It has been fantastic for them to get teams outside their region. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely helps. Like you said, I mean, it helps us in the past. I know when it first started, we always played two 3A teams. Now, as the tournaments evolved, and we'll talk about that in a second, it got a little bit harder with region teams. And like you mentioned, you know, you, you want to make sure you keep those region teams separate. We didn't want, like you said, a situation where Wilson Hall wins, Lawrence Manning wins. Now we're playing in a, a game in December. Um, which I know some of our listeners may say, well, man, back in the in the 90s, that's what we did anyway. You know, yeah. we always did that. We'd play over, you know, I remember talking to somebody, I think they played the same team like five times one year. They played them a Christmas yeah. tournament, twice in region play, region tournament, state tournament. They played the same team. I know that happened with our girls' teams a few times. Um, when they were making those state tournament runs, you'd see the same name pop up over and over again on those schedules. But as we know, as, ta- as we evolve, we realize that that's not the best scenario. And so we want to avoid those region games as best we can. It does make scheduling a little tricky sometimes. Um, I know I've gotten to help Coach Red the last few years, and we bounce ideas off each other on certain teams, you know, because not only do we not want to play our region teams, obviously like Heathwood and Augusta don't want to play each other, um, and some teams are starting to schedule each other anyway, and so we don't want to make a team play for a third time when we can help it. You can't help it sometimes. There's just no option um, because we the, the region takes precedence. Um, but but let's let's talk about this year's field a little bit. And so we've got we've got a, a handful of of two A slash new three A schools. So we've got Florence Christian, Orangeburg Prep, Thomas Sumter, and Northside Christian, who's t- coming in and playing uh, the second day for Thomas Sumter. Thomas Sumter couldn't play both days. They played a game last night. They're playing tonight. Um, but so you've got three teams, especially in Florence, OP, and Thomas Sumter, who all, when we started this back in 2010, I think they were all in our region at that time. But they want to stay involved with Baron Classic. So, so talk about the benefit of them as those three A teams now still getting to play in Baron Classic. Well, as any athletic director knows, the, the, the cost of putting on something like, like this and paying for the officials and providing the T-shirts, uh, the local teams – have a tendency to bring bigger crowds, which mm-hmm. helps us pay for it. So it, it is an honor for us to have teams like Thomas Sumter and Orangeburg Prep and Florence Christian because we know that those teams are going to come. We know they have a good fan base that support them no matter who they're playing, and so it helps pay the bills. Yeah. Uh, when you have teams from Charleston or Hilton Head or Spartanburg or Augusta, sometimes their crowd following isn't as strong on a Saturday afternoon. So we really need the, the, the local teams to help 
pay the bills of the yeah. officials and everything else. So it's really been a great format for everybody. Yeah. Some of the smaller schools get an opportunity to play here, like mm-hmm. you said. They, uh, we, we host probably six or seven nights of playoffs during, the, during that week of playoffs. And we host mostly 1A and 2A and now 3A games and it, it's going to give these guys a chance to come and play in both of our gyms yeah. in a weekend and they like the experience yeah sure and and uh, you know speaking i guess florence and op specifically because they've been around in our region for so much for more recently but we have great relationships with those schools as well i mean obviously those are two schools right there that you were used to be at florence christian i used to be at orangeford prep and those coaching staffs have been there for a long time either as as coaches or even as former students and now coming back as coaches. And so we have a great relationship with those schools, which also helps because we know, like you said, they're going to support the tournament. They're going to bring a gate. They're going to bring some people. Um, I remember back when one of my, maybe my first year here, um, your son's team was actually here from Veritas. They're from North yeah. Carolina, came yeah. down. And their boys were a really, really good team, but they brought like five people to watch. Yeah, <laughs> there was yeah, nobody here, you know. And so we were thinking, like, man, here's this great team that we can, you know, give the everybody to play against. And you'd walk in the gym, and you know, it would be like Heathwood versus Veritas, and there was like ten people watching the game. Right. It was like, whoa, okay, right. we need to, you know, look at some of these more local teams, obviously. Um, and then go to the four A teams. We've got this year uh, Wilson Hall, obviously host school, uh, Lawrence Manning, Heathwood, Pinewood Prep, and Augusta Christian. Um, teams that traditionally have, have played in this over the years, like you said, Heathwood, Lawrence Manning, or Pinewood Prep, or pretty much every year's Augusta came last year, and they're back again this year. Um, talk about talk about those that group of teams a little bit. Well, through the history, those those schools have not only uh, been coming every year; they also have relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. I know that Pat Edson from Pinewood, Jeff Whalen from Heathwood Hall, look forward to the opportunity of playing each other here at the Baron Classic every year. And and it's some of our better games. Mm-hmm. I think last year there was an overtime yeah. game yeah. and uh, very exciting. Uh, so so those schools are are really, you know, some of our stronger teams in the state. Mm-hmm. So we have some really great matchups. The the Augusta Christian team, who last year uh, did very well in state. Mm-hmm. Did they win state? Boys and girls. Boys won. Boys won state. Yes, sir. Boys won state. They have a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring in a strong team. So we're really looking forward to that Pinewood Prep, Augusta Christian matchup uh, tonight. Uh, that'll be at girls at 7, boys at 8.30. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow night, uh, we have the girls playing Wilson Hall and the boys playing mm-hmm. uh, Augusta Christian and Wilson Hall matchup. Yep. So it'll be a good matchup for both of our teams to really see where they stand in the state yep. against state caliber teams. Absolutely. And, and real quick, I'm going to go through the schedule real quick and kind of highlight some of the games. So tonight, we've got both gyms going, like we said. First game's at 4 o'clock. Now, games are an hour and a half apart due to them being all varsity games. So if you show up at you know the traditional girls' time, it's usually around 6.30 for the varsity girls. Our girls start a little bit closer to 7 tonight. Uh, but, but starting in the main gym tonight, we've got Florence Christian and Orangeburg Prep. So, again, two former region teams that used to play against each other all the time. Again, schools have good relationships uh, going at it in that game. That boys game, I think, will be a really good game. Both teams that played us really tough. Uh, we were able to beat both of them, but luckily. But um, I think that'll be a really good game between Florence Christian and OP on the boys' side, especially the girls' side. You know, I think Augusta OP with, with Coach Shannon and her group have, have a little advantage. But uh, Coach Minton also has had a little more time to prepare for OP as well. So well, that'll be be a good one both those teams are scrappy mm-hmm. both those teams are going to work hard they're, they're just fun teams to watch and then after that we'll have the wilson hall and thomas sumter and this has kind of been something we've done the last few years you know we haven't as thomas sumter has gone down to to 3a 2a 3a level you know we haven't had that 
every year playing home and away with him like we used to. I mean, it used to be one of the biggest rivalries in town. And so we've used Barron Classic as an opportunity to, to keep that rivalry alive a little bit. And right. so, you know, I know last year we had two really good games with the boys and the girls, uh, both games uh, we were able to come away with, but they were both really, really good, good matches and, and definitely – Hoping to have a really big crowd out here tonight for that uh, in kind of our night one marquee game. Uh, over in the, in the practice gym, the first games, we've got Lawrence Manning and Heathwood. And again, while on the girls' side, I think, you know, Heathwood, kind of the team of the team of the weekend here coming in. I mean, we saw them last week over here. Um, you know, Coach Zimmerman's got a really good team over there at Heathwood for the girls. Uh, but again, that boys' game between Lawrence Manning and Heathwood, I think, will be a really, really good game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both of them are very well coached. Uh, Heathwood is very patient. Lawrence Manning tries to get out and kick the ball a little bit more. So yep. it'll be really interesting to see how those two guys will coach against each other this evening. Yeah, and then you've got Pinewood Prep and Augusta Christian, which you alluded to earlier, is, is a really big matchup. You've got you know Augusta, the defending state champions, the boys' side. Their girls made a really good run last year at state uh, with a young group coming back. Uh, Pinewood Prep, uh, on, on both sides, they played Lawrence Manning last week and, and beat – I think the girls won by about 15 to 20. The boys won by about 10. Um, and so that, that should be a really good game over in the practice gym. So obviously we want you to come to the Wilson Hall Thomas Sumter game, but maybe during halftime you want to peek in there and, and check out some other teams you might see later on. Um, and then moving to Saturday, we have Northside Christian uh, against, Florence, against Florence Christian. Northside Christian stepping in for us um, and playing Florence Christian. Don't know a lot about Northside. I know their boys' staff has a new coach this year. Right. Um, haven't seen. I know they played, um, they played Ben Lippin last week. And, or earlier this week, excuse me, the Ben Lippin boys won pretty good. The the girls game, I think, was really close. I think right. Ben Lippin won, but I think it was a, a close match um, there with Northside. So that girls game could be a, could be a really competitive yeah. one. And that game starts at 11.30 in the morning uh, in the main gym, followed by, as you mentioned, Augusta Christian and Wilson Hall, um, a chance. Now, y'all, did y'all play Augusta Christian? Was that last year or two years ago in the playoffs? Two years ago. Two years ago in the playoffs. I remember, I remember that yeah. game uh, in the state quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken, uh, playing against Augusta Christian girls. So, Obviously, a team we've we've now seen, you know, for a while. On the boys' side, they've been strong, and the girls has been more recent. They've kind of had a group come through that, you know, we follow on social media now, Twitter, or whatever, and and you can see that, um, and you can see that they've kind of had it through B team and through JV, they've kind of come up the past couple of years. And they had a good group now on on varsity. Um, over there, so so a good opportunity, I think, for our boys and girls teams to kind of measure up and see where we are early in the season. Um, and then the other one in the new gym. Now this this starts at eleven o'clock. Um, and we've got OP versus Lawrence Manning again. Two former region teams against each other. And then you've got that game you were mentioning Heathwood uh, versus Pinewood uh, as the as kind of the last game in that practice gym um, with Heathwood girls starting at two o'clock and Heathwood Pinewood boys starting at three thirty. Um, and like you mentioned, that one, that's kind of been a one they look forward to every year and play each other pretty regularly. Um, so anything else that we can tell people? I know tonight, I know for the, for the Wilson Hall game, we have a theme. I think it's Christmas. I think it's our Christmas theme. So come wearing your, your ugly Christmas sweaters and your, uh, your Santa hats uh, for that game. But anything else that we can tell everybody to kind of get ready to come out of these games this weekend? Well, you know, it's just an exciting atmosphere. And I know our cheerleaders have been working mm -hmm. hard on their Christmas dance. Tonight they'll be doing at halftime of the Varsity Boys game their mm -hmm. annual Christmas dance um, at cheer routine and they do an absolutely incredible yeah. job it's just a great atmosphere for high school basketball the parking lot will be packed mm -hmm. um the the gyms will be packed and we're very excited to be able to host this we're excited to be able to participate in it and we'd love to have anybody come out the cost to get in 
Each day is $9 for adults, $4 for students. Uh, that helps offset the cost mm -hmm. of the officials and yeah. running the tournament. So we'd love to have you come out and support the local teams as they play this weekend. Absolutely. It's a cash only. We do, we're not in the uh, online ticketing business yet, so we are cash only at the front gate. So please make sure you bring that. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to a great weekend and um, hopefully having some, some barren wins at the end of the weekend. That's what we're hoping for. Um, but, yeah, so for, for Coach Retter joining us this week, I appreciate it. Coach O'Hare will be back with me next week. Uh, this is your host, Rip Ripley. Until next week, I uh, hope to see you out of the game tonight.